What's up, my good peoples? Welcome to the Be Transformed podcast, where we talk about ideas that stimulate wholesome thinking onto identity, purpose, vision, and action. I am James Anderson, and with me is Logan Eaton, my good bro. What's cracking? Not much. <laughs> Just sitting here. Just sitting here. Sitting here. It's, uh, I don't even know. What time is it? Doesn't matter. I don't even know. Doesn't matter. Could be 1 a.m. for all we know. Could be 1 a.m. Only the listener will know. Because <laughs> it'll be it'll be that time when they're, <laughs> when they're listening to it. It'll be whatever time it is when they're yeah. when they're listening to it. Exactly. Yeah. Pretty how was much. your How was your day? Uh, no, wait, wait. How was uh, yesterday when Whoa. it was really warm? When mm. it was totally totally summer outside. It was totally summer outside. Yeah. It was totally spring. Yeah. It's totally oh, windy, but we yeah. had the windows open. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Did you guys do anything outside? I feel like we did something, but I don't remember. I think the kids, some people went for a walk. Some of us stayed home, mm. but yeah, it was lovely out. It was nice. Yeah. Enjoyed it. Mm. Yeah. Did you get out on the bike? No, the bike's still at my, in my da- parents' place, my, my dad's. You rode, rode it out there or you broke it? No, I put it out there because it was taking up a bunch of space oh, in my apartment oh yeah because you got that other guy there i wasn't riding it in the winter time anyways um that makes sense but i gotta go get it yeah i gotta get it because it's gonna get nicer i think mm. next week looks pretty nice end of this end of this coming week looks nice so does it yeah yeah it seems like it's all kind of in the 40s at least yeah 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 spring is coming love it yeah tired of this winter time <laughs> <laughs> is what it is yeah that's true but yeah i'm ready for it yeah it is funny like i saw i was looking at some pictures for something and you start seeing green grass and it's like that is like a you've almost forget that oh yeah that's that, what that yeah stuff is. <laughs> yeah it's like oh being outside when it's warm i remember that yeah yeah the air doesn't hurt mm. yeah i was thinking Yesterday, the wind blowing through the windows was making me think about hammocks. I was like, oh, this is almost like hammock. It's like just stuff I just totally forgot about. Yeah. I was like, oh, my goodness. These memories. It's coming out of hibernation. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I forgot what it was like to <laughs> to actually just wear, wear normal clothes outside. Mm. Yeah. To not have wind and ice and snow <laughs> pelting my eyelids <laughs> <laughs> to not have to clean Where's my windshield off with, with a with a crowbar oh yeah you never got into the sheet huh? you ever seen those sheets they put like yeah yeah windshield sheet i just don't even want a windshield Win- in the windshield time. diaper you don't even want a windshield. No. that's why you got the stuff pelting you in the eyeballs <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah that's true Nice. No, I'm ready for warm. Mm. I'm I'm really ready for for warm. Yeah. Doing stuff outside. Yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, I don't know, like whatever we do outside in this <laughs> morning. <laughs> <laughs> <It's, you know, laughs> it's just the stuff. Yeah, really, whatever. Yeah. Whatever you do in the in the warm. Yeah, we should go back to Napoleon and hit up the the mountain bike trail. Oh, the town, Napoleon. Yeah. Not the road or the movie. No. Oh, we should definitely watch the <laughs> Napoleon Dynamite. And then take our bikes off some sweet ramps. Yeah. Some sweet jumps. Absolutely. Got three feet of air mm. that time. Yeah. 
Dude, that that fight course was insane. That yeah, was fun. And that was like a beginner's, wasn't it? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, and I went flying off the bike and flying off the course. <laughs> Dude, me and Jacob went, and it was like a muddy mess. Oh, like man. we were, we messed around in it, but like your bike wouldn't even move because like stuck up in the brakes was just <laughs> packed with mud. And so your tire wouldn't even move. So you're just going down the hill and then, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you do have to wait for it to dry out a little bit. But yeah. Yeah. I remember flying down that hill and almost dying. I don't know if I want to. What? Of course I, of course I had that. Uh, what was that bike called? Free spirit. Free spirit. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if this one. That thing was, a f- that was about to make me a free spirit. <laughs> <laughs> that, that bike was crap. That bike was awesome. No way, dude. That bike, that bike didn't have any shocks. The brakes didn't work. That's all. It had like it had two wheels. Had it had like road tires on it. <laughs> <laughs> it had sidewalk tires on it. It had yard it tires. Had training on it. wheels. It had on yard it. tires. Yard tires. <laughs> <laughs> grass tires, not trail tires. Oh my goodness. That bike was a death trap. <laughs> That's why it's called the free spirit. Yeah. There, w- there, we did oh. go down a couple. Like they were pretty steep and treacherous. Yeah, I remember. <laughs> the last Vividly. person that rode that bike Vividly. died. <laughs> That's why it was so cheap at the garage sale. <laughs> uh, it's good to get out and about. Yeah, yeah. Risk your life. Uh, yeah, I'm, re- I'm, I'm ready to do Run spring stuff. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. As soon as we figure out what what that even is. Yeah. What do you do for spring? You can cook stuff outside. Um, On your George Foreman. Yeah, you just need an extension cord. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> you can uh, you can wear different clothes outside. Like purple. Yeah, or just basically any kind of s- sleeveless or pantless mm. uh, attire. Mm. <laughs> You can. Pants. <laughs> what, what would you call the bottom half Bo- of pants? Bottomless. <laughs> shinless pants. Shinless pants. Yeah, you wow. can wear shinless pants. And, uh, <laughs> they have the ankles, no <laughs> shins. Yeah, elbowless shirts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's pretty much just whatever you want to do in spring. It's mm. a free for all. It is a free for all. Somebody was telling me the Black Swamp Festival is something that you need to go to. It's good food there or something. Is it in the swamp? It's supposed to be in BG, right oh. in town. It apparently, to it was swamp. a swamp. Mm. Which apparently they they celebrate that. <laughs> <laughs> they want to go back. I don't know. Maybe. Sure. Maybe. Yeah, they got music. Really? I think Have you it been got there? rained out last year. Yeah, I don't remember last year. Yeah, but it's been like every year. But that is something I want to do this this spring. Mm. If we're talking about stuff to do this spring, okay. Maybe the Black Swamp oh, Festival. Black Swampy. And then some others talk about some other festival. Maybe the Firework Show. We did that last year. Okay. Though. You did? I thought we did. We did? I thought we did. We did? Maybe that was two years ago. I went with H2O. Oh, yeah, that was okay. two years ago. Yeah, I still wasn't there. I thought we did something with fireworks last year. But I'm glad. I appreciate you putting me in your memories. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even think it was last year. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, in my head, it was though. But you did come over for a Fourth of July, or an Independence Day, or a Labor Day, or a Memorial Day. That's what I thought. Or a President's Day. That's what I was thinking. But I don't think we saw any fireworks, unless you were still around, and then we walked to the end of the street and saw them. Maybe. 
Anyways. Anyways. Do you have any big plans for Fourth uh, of July? Warmer, wet, warmer weather. Well, pressure washing starts back up in the warmer weather. Yeah. Any new leads on that? Yeah, yeah. People been calling. Jeez. Yeah. They're like, dude, we're not open yet. <laughs> Just getting calls anyway. Good. We love it. Schedule them up. Schedule them up. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, we'll go up to uh, uh, what you call it, uh, the big lake up there in Michigan, mm, Lake Michigan, yeah, Saginaw Valley, Sagatuck, Dunes, yeah. Oh, the lake. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, we'll go up there. Yeah. So that's wonderful. Yeah, yeah. I was up there one time, a long time ago, and I liked it. Yeah. It's almost like the ocean on that lake. Yeah. Which is amazing because you can't see to the other side. Sandy yeah. beach, no no salt water, no sharks. Yeah, it's the best kind of beach. Yeah, Lake Erie is kind of more of a lesser, uh, muddier Lake Michigan. I mean, if you want the green algae, the bloom. If you want a bloom, <laughs> that's the. That's if you the like one different you. colored water, yes, and then, your skin to be different colors, then, then, then Lake Erie is that is the place. Yeah, I I like it up there though. Lake Erie. Kyle and I, yeah, we had a trip up there last year. A couple uh, trips. Yeah. Well, every time we were went, we were supposed to fix this boat. <laughs> but his boat but got worse and worse. Bo- the more we tried <laughs> to fix it, the worse it got. <laughs> and eventually, we just ended up getting pulled over by the Coast Guard anyway. So. <laughs> yes. And they were like, we're going to follow you back just to make sure you get back okay because you should not be driving. The, you should not be operating this, this floating vehicle. <laughs> But I like it up at Lake Erie. I mm. really do. I had some good times up there. Yeah. Well, you know, there are some places, I feel like, where the water is, like, blue. Like, you could yeah. see down at the bottom. East Harbor? Sure. It's all clear. West Real Harbor. nice. Yeah. North Harbor. No, don't go to West Harbor. Don't go to West Harbor. That's where all the sewage is. Mm. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's true. Depends on where you go. Yeah. Looking forward to it, though. Yeah, you could go out there. I hope so. Nice. I hope so. I would love to go up there. Maybe. Sink his boat. Yeah. I I don't really don't want to go on the boat with him <laughs> anymore. Ever. <laughs> Until he gets a new boat. Ever. <laughs> that thing is a death trap. That thing is the new free spirit. <laughs> uh, what did we do with the free spirit? Who did we we gave it? We gave it somebody. yeah, gave it we gave it to somebody. But they weren't going to take it on a mountain, I don't think. They were going to take it down a mountain. Mm. I don't think they'll ever have to worry about losing their life on that thing. Cause <laughs> as long as you keep it on the sidewalk, you should be okay. should be all right. Yeah, or a yard. Keep it upright. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, maybe go there with Kyle. Maybe just, I don't know. Have a picnic? Yeah. Candlelight dinner? Probably not, but. Nice. It is nice up there. Mm. If you ever want to like a day trip it's only like 45 minutes yeah mommy bay east harbor yeah is that not the same thing i don't think they are okay no i don't think they are but it's just a big big long public beach kind of out in the woods Mm. but the lake is right there you get the whole the whole lake effect did you get mosquitoes up there no i think it was like yeah we i think it was like july or august for both of them both months we were up there i don't remember any mosquitoes Mm. nice no yeah, it's nice though. 
Nice. But yeah, nice. that is something I want to do. Maybe go to the Black Swamp and celebrate whatever they celebrate. <laughs> and uh, Swampness. Maybe. Do you need a costume for that one? Probably. Okay. Well, I've got plenty. Okay. <laughs> Perfect. Perfect. Pretty much every outfit that I wear is a, is a Halloween <laughs> costume. <laughs> oh Anyways. Goodness. Speaking of costumes. That makes me think of the, the Napoleon Dynamite guy. The um, <laughs> the uh, parachute pants. <laughs> the American flag parachute <laughs> pants. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the shirt tucked in. Yeah. <laughs> what, what was his wife's name? Uh, Starla. Starla. <laughs> <laughs> Go on, do it. Do, do, us, do us one of those. Things. Yeah, what does he say? Oh, do you think do you think anyone thinks I'm a failure because I go home to Starlet night? <laughs> Forget about it. Forget about it. <laughs> do you think I got where I am today because I dressed like Peter Pan over there? <laughs> Forget about it. <laughs> Grab my arm. <laughs> the other arm. My other arm. <laughs> Dude, that movie is so good. <laughs> Goodness. If I knew how to do it, I would put that. Rex Quando. I, I would, I would put, put the video over you talking. Oh my gosh. That's hilarious. Do you think anyone wants a roundhouse kick to the face while I'm wearing these bad boys? Forget about it. <laughs> well, that was a ripoff. As, there, as Kip's being pulled behind Napoleon's bike. Talk about. What I want to do this spring is do that with Kyle. <laughs> Pull Kyle on my bike with, while he's rollerblading. <laughs> oh my gosh. I forget. <laughs> oh my goodness. Man. There's something glorious about like a real good laugh. <laughs> yeah. There's like something like free heals everything yeah 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 free spirit yeah yeah, yeah heals everything yeah laughter is yeah. good medicine yeah yeah it's a real yeah yeah anybody that hasn't seen that movie should watch it that'll help you right up yeah followed by nacho libre yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah those eggs were lies Stephen. <laughs> go read some books can't you see that she is the nun? <laughs> see, that, those movies portray that what exactly, pretty much what what we are, who we what we think. Yeah. <laughs> I just want a little taste of the glory. I want to know what it tastes like. Send me a piece of that corn for later. Yeah, it's true. He he had this dream to make some money. Didn't can I see you? Didn't <laughs> <laughs> can I see you? Oh, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> no, no way, Jose. <laughs> Gosh, I'm concerned that you've not been <laughs> baptized. <laughs> oh my 
every line in that movie is uh, is hilarious. <laughs> Pretty much it's quotable. Yeah. <laughs> they don't think I know a buttload of crap about the gospel, but I do. <laughs> the way he pulls that picture out of that girl's hand. She's looking at his his parents like. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my goodness. (laughs) John Joe. (laughs) I need to borrow some sweats. Sometimes you wear stretchy pants. That's for fun. (laughs) By yourself in your room. <laughs> Say it again. <laughs> Say it one more time. Say it to my face. Ah, <laughs> uh, anyways. Escalador. Yeah, shoot. Classics. Classics. Where are those movies at today? We need oh to make one of those gosh. movies. Yeah, well, Napoleon Dynamite. They bought a camera and then returned it after <laughs> they made the video. <laughs> so literally made. Funded by the Goodwill. Yeah. <laughs> the Goodwill Electronics <laughs> Department. <laughs> yeah, that movie. Oh, my gosh. That is funny. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. Stay home and you're all the freaking chips, Kip. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. Anyways. Any- <clears throat> Anyways. Yeah. Yes. Today we're talking about the fear of failure versus commitment. Mm. Because these two are the opposites of each other. And so I just think it's kind of interesting to look at because I don't know that that commitment, I don't think, is talked about very much. And so I think we, we... there's just like a, a large misunderstanding of what commitment is, what it means, why you should commit, why you shouldn't commit to other things. But then like, what is it, you know, what commitment actually means? Yeah. And then there's the fear of failure, which I, I feel like is, is, is super easy to get into this, this kind of mentality that you just kind of, you just kind of feel like, Nothing's possible. You're not that good. Like potential wells up. You're like, nah, dude, I don't got those gifts. You know, like you picture yourself doing something like, you know, there's other people doing it. Like you just come up with all these excuses. It's like sometimes you, you talk to people and they know they're, they're real clear on what they are not. Like they'll rattle off all these things that I'm not like, I can't do this. I can't be in this big groups of people. I can't do this. I'm yeah. not this. I'm not this. I I'm not this. That. I don't have this gift. I don't, you did say that. <laughs> I don't have this and this. And I called you out. I don't have this, this, and this. It's just interesting that people can be so confident in what they are not. And then you ask them what they are. And they're like, I don't know. Well, I'll tell yeah. you why you don't know because it's on that list that you are not right. Is part of who you are. It's like, there's these things that, mm. that, that are inside of us that continue to well up that with this mentality of fear of failure, we've learned to push them off and just believe. We've learned to believe that that's not true. Like, those aren't me. That becomes your identity. Those yeah. things that you are, um, that you start focusing so much on what you're not, that becomes 
what you focus on basically becomes your identity then. Yeah. And then the fear of failure kicks in, which is literally winning over probably 90% of the population, mm. 95% of everybody. Yeah. Yeah. When you think about like fear of failure, like what, what does that, what does that mean to you? Um, yeah, just, I mean, I've done it. I've made it, made excuse after excuse after excuse not to do something. Yeah. And to do other things. Mm. So those excuses not to do something lead to excuses of why I'm getting into all this other stuff. And in reality, it was just like, I don't know, fear, fear of failure, right? Yeah. Yeah. I think it's just for me, it's just excuses. Mm. And it was, it was easy to justify it. When you justify it to yourself, it's just easy to justify. It. And and when when the people you surround yourself with don't understand it, mm. then it's even easier to justify it because they're like, yeah, yeah, that's a, that's crazy. Yeah. That's right. way too. That'd be crazy. Yeah, <laughs> you're gonna do what? Yeah. So yeah, I think yeah. For me, it was it's excuses. Mm. That's the first thing that comes to my mind is just excuses. Coming up with justifying excuses. justifying what you what justifying not doing what you want to do because of certain things or or lack of yeah um but yeah it's, it's just i don't know when you think about it though it's just a, it's a stupid way to think mm. like, like uh as if like you can't like some something or somebody is holding you back from having those things that you need to do something or the things that you uh could achieve or the, the things that you want to achieve like nothing's nothing's holding you back <laughs> nothing's really like attached to you making you stay somewhere right i don't know except the mentality yeah like yeah. the belief system literally becomes the prison cell that you live in yeah which is amazing because in reality like you said there's literally nothing you tied. built yeah, yeah we, we built it yeah. yeah ourselves built it and it's all internal it's not it's not even it's not like you literally blocked yourself in a room <laughs> it's like just literally in your mind the perspective has gotten so small that it's like you believe that you literally can't do anything. Like you can't physically improve it. Yeah. I think, I think, I think just fear in general is an issue. Like it, and it's, it might just be subtle, like not even just not even talking about, you know, going and doing something crazy. Uh, um, but I think a lot of it has to do with that, but just fear and just fear in general. Like what does it look like to not be afraid mm. ever? Of anything. Yeah. Like, what does a day look like to just not be afraid or worried about whatever? I want, I don't know. I want to be, I want to, I want to live like that. I want to be in that daily, mm. not literally not being afraid of I think when you're not afraid of death, I think it becomes easier to just not be afraid of anything. It's like mm. literally, you know, um, the least ideal outcome or maybe the, you know, maybe the least ideal outcome is, is death. But if you're not afraid of that and you're, you're, uh, you've embraced, I guess what that would, I don't know, mean or whatever, but just not being afraid of anything. I think just fear in general is just, just it's crazy. Even if it's subtle, how, uh, gripping it, it is on, even in the church, yeah. even in the church where we're talking so much about not being afraid or you don't have to be worried with you with Christ, or you can't add another hour to your life if you're worried. But at the same time, we're worried about all this stuff, scared of all this stuff, afraid of all this stuff. And it's, I just, I just, I guess I just really want to know, you know, what does it look like to live a day, a live a life where you're literally just not afraid mm. of anything? Cause really what do, what do we have to, I mean, that's literally what the word's talking about is not being, af not being afraid of anything. And so I think, yeah, I think it's a, it's an issue, fear of failure 
um it's it's like i don't know it can be subtle maybe sure sure just be subtle and we can talk about how it's not we we don't let it run our lives but at the same time if if you take a look at yourself or take a step outside it's like no that's running my life (laughs) right yeah because it's 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 easy to become so comfortable with making excuses that it's it's like it's your automatic response and yeah. so it's like you almost don't even know that you're making excuses sure yeah and so until like for some reason you yeah. start to think about it and you're like oh my gosh like all i do is make excuses yeah. every opportunity i'm like no that's too uncomfortable no i don't like being around people no i don't want to do this no i yeah. don't know how to do this no and all you you just make the no no i can't do that it's so hard I, i've been here for so long you know it's just it's so hard to rebuild it's just like over and over and over and over and it, it becomes part of your personality like you're talking about it becomes part of your identity then people say well this is just how god made me no no, it was through this pattern of thinking, feeling, and acting with repetition that created a habit and a belief that now governs your decisions. And it's like, and until you become aware of that, it's like you almost don't even know that it's happening or why it's happening. But until you start thinking about it, you're like, holy crap, I literally am making, ex- I'm not showing up <laughs> anywhere because all I do is make excuses. Yeah. Yeah. It's amazing. But it sounds right to you. If you, if over time it just starts to sound okay. Yeah. Yeah. But then like at the same point, the things that you, you have cooking is like, you're dissatisfied. Mm-hmm. Like you're lonely. Mm-hmm. You're a little confused. Right. You're not really sure who you are, or what the <laughs> freak you're supposed to be doing with your life. But then at the very same time, you're still making excuses of why you don't show up. Yeah. And it's like, so you, you just, you got this mindset that protects itself essentially. Like Oh, yeah. You stay inside of this cycle. It's self-sustaining because you'll just keep running the circle. I'm dissatisfied, but my answer is still no. Like, I'm not going to do something new. I'm not going to get into the uncomfortable. I'm not going to meet these people, you know, because yeah. I just, I can't do that. But man, why am I, why am I so dissatisfied? Why am I so bored? Why do I have nothing to do? I want something to do. People say, oh, you want to come with this? No, I can't come to that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And it's just this mentality that kind of keeps you jacked up blocked up yeah the cycle yeah yeah where it's like so the fear of failure i think you know some attributes of that are are just like you picture yourself failing like that's like the only option you consider as like the worst case scenario kind of concept like you know we talk about like potential when potential wells up and and it gives you a picture and an idea of what it is that you're capable of you know w- with the fear of failure mentality it you know we start thinking thoughts like oh, i just i like you get excited but then once you come down from that and you get back into like your your normal mindset you're like yeah but i don't have those gifts right or there's other people doing it and they do it better than me like like you can't possibly see how you could become who you're created to become. Like you, mm-hmm. you, it's hard to see around what you know. Like yeah. you're, you're, it's hard to see around the past experiences. It's hard to see around these things. It's, yeah. It's almost like it's almost taking on a, uh, uh, perspective that we know everything. I mean, if we're assuming all these things, it's like you, we're basically saying about ourselves that, yeah, we know everything. Like, no, it's not going to work. Huh. Or, no, these people are doing it better than me. I could never do that. Or, this already been done. It's already been done. So, so when we do that, it's almost like we're taking on a, a perspective that we've got it. We've got it figured out. We've got everything figured out. We know what would happen even without it happening. 
Yeah. Which is it's crazy. Wow. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. Cause like, so you like, you look at Moses. Yeah. So God came to Moses in the burning bush and was like, Hey, I'm going to send you to deliver the Israelites. And Moses was like, yeah, but dude, I can't talk, which mm. is interesting because somewhere else it talks about like, he was like all educated and could speak like in the new Testament there, somebody was talking about it, but anyways, but Moses starts making all the excuses of why he can't, what he's not right. Like I can't speak. I stutter. And God's like freaking who, who makes somebody deaf, who makes somebody be able to speak? I do. He's mm -hmm. like, so if I said you can do it right with what God says comes the ability to, to get after it. But here's Moses in some, in a place that I think every single one of us can relate to, but he's just like, dude, that's like, like you're talking about, like, he's like, I know me better than you know me. Right. Like I, <laughs> I, I can't do it. Like it's yeah. so terrifying. It's, yeah. you know, I can't speak. I can't do that. Right. Like, cause Moses is coming up with all these excuses and God is giving him all the solutions to the point where he just says, dude, can you send somebody else? And at this point God was pissed and he was like, freak. No, <laughs> he's like, so then he brought in Aaron, but, but it's just interesting because on one hand, right? Like Moses had no idea the glory that was going to follow. Like he, he, yeah. Yeah. It, in that cave with the burning bush, like he couldn't see Mount Sinai and how he would be up there for 40 days and 40 nights in the presence of God, speaking to him like a, a, a friend speaks to a friend. Like he couldn't, he couldn't see that from that cave, but that's what was in store for him. But he couldn't freaking see it. And he was basing all his decisions off of what he could see, but he could not see the glory that was ahead of him. Right. God set him up. He says, look, man, you're going to go to Pharaoh. Pharaoh's going to say no. You're going to ask for the people to, to, <laughs> to set free. And he's going to tell you no, but don't worry. I'm going to use this to display my glory. So God is setting him up right for success. He's, he's giving him a clear picture. But still, Moses is just like, you know, freak no. But it's just that the, 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 the fear of failure mentality, this lack of identity like causes us to kind of turn down what what is actually inside of us, which means it's possible to be so deceived that you can't even see who you actually are. Yeah. And it yeah. becomes so normal that we think it's abnormal to think that you could hold like something good, that you could hold, that you could be who God is calling to deliver these people, to make a mass movement, to set a bunch of people free, to go into the darkest places and turn that junk into light, you know, to, to bring, bring out the captives and set them free. It's like, it almost seems wrong that it's like, Oh, to think about yourself as somebody like that. Yeah. In that mentality. And yeah. That was perfect. That's yeah. It was perfect explain explanation of, um, yeah, because it's it's uh. Can you can you repeat that last part? Which one? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you always say I, that. And I'm like I don't know. What <laughs> I, yeah, it's just I was I guess I was I was taken back because it was it was so accurate of like how the how the all this how this mindset works. Mm. It's uh, it's it's like uh, I don't even know. I was uh, just just. Yeah, not believing what you could actually do. Yeah. Yeah. Which is so dumb. But it's yeah. so yeah. it seems so right though. Like, yeah, that's what that's what you're, yeah, that's yeah. what you're talking about. Yeah. It seems like that that makes sense that you shouldn't believe in yourself. 
Yeah, that's what you were saying. Yeah, the deception. That's what I was going to talk about. Yeah, the deception was what came to mind right before you said that. And, and that was, you get deceived into thinking. So I think what you were saying was like you get deceived into thinking that you're somebody that you're really not, which is somebody without value, that somebody without um, worth or, or somebody that can't do these things. So you deceive basically yourself into believing that. And, 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 and then I think the second, what, what was the second part of that? You miss, I guess you miss, um, you miss everything that you could be, everything sure. that you could do, or you, you don't believe you, you're the deceit. The deception is you don't believe that you could actually have good stuff inside of you or be yeah. aligned with God. That's what I think. And it, like, it seems saying. like it makes sense that that's, yeah, you start yeah. believing that's actually right. That's what you were, that's, yeah. that's what you were saying. Yeah, yeah. That you believe yeah. that that's right. Like you shouldn't. And you you shouldn't believe in yourself. You shouldn't believe that you you know you've got it. Yeah. yeah, you think it's almost that's wrong. You're so deceived. You think that's wrong. Or that, that you think it's right that you don't. Right. Yeah. <laughs> wrong. Right. Right. Wrong. Right and wrong. Yeah, it's so wrong. But you, but you yeah, think it's right. You think what is right is wrong. Yes, and what what, what is, is wrong, wrong is, is right. right. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And if it seems confusing, it's because. Deception makes it confusing. They take a little bit of the truth and then they smear it with a bunch of crap and say, here, eat this. Like, yeah. Uh, I don't like toast. With, <laughs> <laughs> I don't like toast with the uh, manure on it. It's the new rage, they say. It's the new holy rage. <laughs> yeah. 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 It's just, it's interesting. You know, it, there was another one with... um Jeremiah where Jeremiah you know God calls Jeremiah says hey I'm I'm gonna send you and you're gonna be a prophet to the nations and Jeremiah's like whoa he's like oh lord he's like I'm just a child and he's oh, yeah. and he's like no he's like I, I don't remember what he Is, said isn't but, that what isn't that when he's like uh maybe not but but isn't that when he says like he gets discouraged because he thinks he's the only one that's that's preaching that stuff that's 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 no maybe bringing the word but he's like but then god tells him like no there's there's literally multitudes of people in these places that you're going that are that i've put in place Mm. that that are they're like you i guess maybe yeah i remember yeah i remember oh that that was elijah yeah was elijah he got discouraged and then he thought he was the only one left yeah yeah never mind then i was in the wrong story yeah similar though but yeah yeah, yeah, but so so with Jeremiah, right? First he's like, "Oh, but I'm just a child." What was he what was what was God telling him? He was going to That go he's a prophet to the nation. And he okay. says, and so but it's like so God says, "I've called you to be a prophet to the nations." Jeremiah says, "Ah, he's like, "No, like I can't. Like I'm I'm a child." But then he but see, he couldn't see because then in a couple verses later, God touched his mouth and put his word he says, "I just put my words in your mouth." Right. Like I've given you the power to build up and to tear down. So it's like he couldn't see that when God first called him. But then it's like God gave him the ability to do everything he was created to do. Right. This this is this. This is the part where he says, look, man, I freaking I I chose you and I appointed you before I knit you together in your mother's womb. So he's like, I think I know what it is that I'm talking about when I say I've appointed you. Yeah. I know right? what I'm doing. Yeah, because when a manufacturer makes a product, they do it on purpose. Yeah. So it's like, he's like, I know what it is. I'm calling you too because I made you with everything you need to be able to achieve what I'm calling you to do. 
Yeah. You know, and it's the same thing with Gideon, right? Gideon, Gideon was threshing wheat and the angel of the Lord showed up and he says, you know, mighty warrior, God was with you. Gideon freaks out, pees his pants probably. And he's like, whoa, he's like, if God is with us, how come this has been going on? And the angel just totally overlooks that. And he's like, go, go in the strength you have and save these people. He's like, have I not sent you? And it's just like all these guys come up with these excuses and it's, it's just because you, you just, it seems impossible, right? Like the fear of failure believes in the impossible, that it's impossible. Like fear of failure believes that you can't do it. You can't achieve that. You can't do these things that are crazy. And yeah. so it's like these guys, they, they hear these things and they're just like, no, that's, I can't do it. But every single one of them went and did it. Yeah. yeah. But now like the, 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 the an incorrect takeaway would be would be that like you would try to you wouldn't want to relate too much to this to the point where you think it's okay to have these guys reaction <laughs> right like it's not okay to have that reaction yeah yeah so you you don't want to hear these things and be like oh well you know just you know i can relate to that and it's okay that i have that people are like oh it's okay to struggle no it's not okay yeah, that's that's yeah. that's disbelief which comes from ignorance it comes from an incorrect view of who God is and who you are. So it's not okay. It's never okay to believe in deception. Deception is out there to literally kill you. Like the whole purpose of deception, right? The thief comes to steal, kill, and destroy. Everything about it is like a raging beast wanting to rip you to shreds. That's Yeah, and that's what it feels like. Yeah, but... Like so, you, go ahead. I was just going to say, you're, that's what if, one, you don't want to be here. You don't want to exist. And death seems... I mean, yeah, I was just going to say... Mm, death seems like a positive alternative <laughs> sure yeah you get into it so deep yeah we just yeah, like there it, is it literally no purpose. it's killing you yeah and it, yeah absolutely but sometimes it's like we get so comfortable with deception and we think it's okay but it's like i think if we could really see it for what you know because it's like it's like you know for guys it's like it's like a mostly naked girl right like it's like attractive to look at but it's sure. like but in it is death. It's like if you got a package, you know, a present at your door, it's wrapped. It's, it looks beautiful, man. It looks huge. It looks like it holds what you want inside of it. And you open it up and it's this decomposing, like rotting death head, you know, that's like <laughs> would make you vomit. And it's probably has some diseases in it. Right. Yeah. That it's like it, it seems nice. But then when you get into it, it leads to death. What seems nice? Complacency and deception. And, okay. It seems nice. Like it looks yeah, appealing. Yeah, yeah. It almost like it, it smell. it's like close and it's yeah. like, you get so comfortable with it, but or you convince yourself that living that way is okay. Sure. Yeah. But then you open it up and it's, it's a, it's a, uh, it's everything you didn't want. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's that cat from down the streets carcass. Yeah. 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 So, so you go ahead. I was going to say, yeah, I think you were talking about deception becoming normal or becoming or like becoming okay. Like you convince yourself that the way you are living already is, is okay. And you you just slowly deceive yourself. And then eventually you just start to, I don't know. It is start. It starts to take away from who you really are and you don't even know you get confused and sure. then the alternative is yeah the, the positive alternative could be well maybe i just don't exist anymore 
but yeah that's or you just fit in right i mean you just yeah, do what everybody yeah. else is doing yeah, because not, not so much as like dying but like yeah existing in like existing in a in a glorious successful massive influence way it's just a, it's just an existence yeah yeah or it's just literally just physical existence just kind of going with the flow yeah whatever happens happens kind of concept yeah 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 that <laughs> that's frustrating that is frustrating because see that's because this is what happens. But, but you're right. It smells good. At sometimes, sometimes that smells good. Just going with it's, whatever. It's comfortable. Yeah. I want to eat twelve sit, donuts. Lit, sit in the couch and eat. Yeah. Eat. Uh, yeah. But then I get fat. I can't move. Right. Seemed like a good idea. It's, sometimes the deception smells good. That's what you were saying. Yeah. 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 I sometimes get you get so yeah. comfortable with it, but it's just because uh, it's like if we could see it for what it is. Behind like the shiny behind exterior. the wrapping paper, yeah, is the dead, yeah, thing. trying that's there to kill you, yeah, yeah, yeah. I get it, now. yeah, yeah. Total sense, total sense. Yeah, so I mean, I, th- these are kind of some of the, the the concepts of fear of failure, right? And and again, you get into this, you can get into this place though, where you start you start to get dissatisfied because there's because the potential is still there you are still you right you, your mentality is is has got some wrong information and so your beliefs and your decisions that you make are based upon your incor- this incorrect thinking but at the same point you still got this potential and so this stuff is rising up but now you've got this conflict because you're like i've got i, I feel like there's something in me that i'm created for something amazing and then at the same point, you got this old mindset that says, dude, that's not correct. Like that's sin. That's, that's not yeah. God. That's not this, that's not that. Yeah. And so yeah. you can get, you can get into this confusion and sometimes you can just kind of feel like you're the only person. And it's like, it's, it's, it's like you, it's, it's still in that, in that place. It's still, sometimes it's kind of hard to see around what your life is right now. It's hard to see a picture that's bigger than where you are. Yeah. But it's like in those dissatisfied, if you hang out in that, sometimes that's where your potential breakthrough and you can see it for a second. Yeah. And then maybe it might get lost again, but yeah, but yeah, that potential is relentless. You can, you know, I've heard it said, right? Like you could cage up a bird, but you didn't, so you didn't kill its potential. You just limited it, right? Like a bird can fly. Yeah. So you put it in a cage, it can't fly. You let it out of the cage, but it can fly. So you didn't, you can't kill the potential. As long as you're alive, you're full of potential. It's built. It's pre-built. Yeah, it might be caged up in an incorrect mindset. But man, that baby's ready to. It's, it's yeah. ready to go. It's like the button you didn't know you had on the blender. No. <laughs> right. <laughs> Those blend tech. <laughs> the ones where like the Chuck Norris button, you put a bunch of bad guys in there, put Chuck <laughs> Norris in there, all the bad guys got blended up. Chuck Norris rises to the top. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, that's Chuck hilarious. Norris. <laughs> the button you didn't know on the blender. <laughs> well, it's like you, you used all these other buttons or whatever, but you, it was like that. I don't know. There's like a button that, um, maybe that's a bad example, but it's like something there that you didn't know already has already existed. Yeah. Yes. And it's like, oh, this button blends up everything I want it to blend. Yeah. 
Well, see, that's like the possibilities, right? That's like the unlimited possibilities when you start tapping into the present, right? Like people. Like you can, you can get so stuck inside yourself that you start thinking that people suck, everybody's terrible. But you know what's amazing is that there's actually some pretty freaking crazy, like awesome people out there. Yeah. And you almost think like it's impossible to ever to get it, you know, in contact with some of those. But it's like, man. It's out there. They're out there. Yeah. It's like the stuff you didn't know was out there. Because yeah. it's, it's, like, it's just this concept where we're going to flip the script to commitment here in a second. But it's like it's this concept of like I just wonder like when we see God, when you can see everything just so clearly, like how much of what our life has been, will we be disgusted by? Like (laughs) how much did we completely misunderstand? Yeah. And like, you know, be like, Holy, like I just, I didn't see it. Yeah. But sometimes you get inkling. Like, that's why it's like everything we're talking about, everything we're getting into. It's like, we're, 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 we're continuing to leave everything we've known because we're chasing after something that just is so alive inside of us. And we're just, we're never going to stop until we achieve it. But it's like, because even though it's different, even though it's uncomfortable, even though it's like, sometimes it's like, it's held in tension. It's like, I refuse to look back at my life and be disgusted. Yeah. Like even if, even, you know, like because the fear of failure would say, hey, man, what you want to do is really outside of the box. What you want to do is like it's not the norm, right? Like people yeah. are probably going to be mad that you leave. People are going to be mad that you did this or this. like the fear of failure says like you start considering all these things. But it's like I don't care because if right. I stayed, what if I was like Moses or one of those, guys, you know, these guys who just said like, no, like that's not for me. Like even just because yeah. it's full of the unknown, it's full of it's dude, it's full of risk, but it's like, I would rather risk it all and be wrong than stay safe and be so pissed off that like <laughs> when you're with God, dude, it's over. There's nothing you can do about right. it. There's something you can do about it right here, right now. And you don't have to live in regret with the past. You can just get up and move on right here, right now. Yeah. Forgetting what is behind and straining towards what is ahead. But it's like, I, I just, I refuse I refuse, I disregard, I will not, I will not settle for something that is less than what I'm created to be. Yeah, yeah, that's gotta be the worst feeling is like getting somewhere and realizing, oh, there is an easier way or oh, there is a, there is 40 gas stations along the way or uh, I didn't have to push this car the whole way. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, I I, I mean, just joking aside, but that, I don't know. I don't want to get there and realize, oh my gosh, you mean I could have spent 50 years doing this? Right. Or I could have, I had, I had that available. Right. Or there was, there was these people that I didn't talk to or didn't have any influence on. Sure. I don't know. No, that's huge. Cause it's like, cause it's, yeah, you're right. It's done at that point. It's, it's over. You might be there and and get there, but it's like, I don't know. It's almost like you lost. <laughs> you you had all this time for this competition, not a competition, but like almost like a sporting event. But you lost at the end because <laughs> you you might have you might have won in terms of score, but it's like I don't know. You, I don't know, but you you like I don't know. You you didn't play right, sure, or you you were in the wrong sport. <laughs> you right. you were trying to play soccer with a 
badminton with a yeah, <laughs> <the> baseball bat. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, Paul talks about it like uh, like at the end there being like a, a a refiner's fire and how everybody passes through it and what was of the world gets burned off, but what was of eternal value you keep. And he talks about people making it through, but like just like coming out butt freaking naked, mm-hmm. having nothing to show for your your life. I just I won't be one of those people. Mm. Yeah. No, Paul's a man, I ran the race. I fought the fight. I kept the faith. Like that's me. That's that's that end is predictable. That is predictable. It is predictable to be somebody who comes out butt freaking naked through that fire. And it's predictable to be somebody who is confident in the crown of life they receive. It's predictable. Because Jesus said, You're my disciples if you obey my commands. It's mm-hmm. predictable. It's predictable. It's predictable. So now we're going to get into commitment because commitment is the total opposite of the fear of failure, right? Of making excuses because commitment says that regardless of how long it takes, what it takes, like the cost, not just money, but like everything. (laughs) And regardless of the obstacles faced, I'm going to reach my end destination. So the fear of failure says, dude, it's too hard and I probably can't do it. But commitment says, I don't care what it takes. I'm going to make it. Fear of failure says, dude, if I can't do it right the first time, I'm not going to do it. Commitment says, I'm going to do it and I'm going to do it again and I'm going to do it again and I'm going to keep doing it again and I'm going to become the best there is because I'm going to keep showing up. And it's like, yeah, it's just like I I, I was this. There's this uh, guy on YouTube. um, which whatever, but he's just, he's just kind of getting into the making video scenes. And it's just like, you know, he just kind of does it like off the cuff kind of concept. And, and it's like, but he keeps showing up. I was like, Oh man, you could make these couple different tweaks. Like I'm just thinking to myself, you could make these couple different tweaks, but I'm thinking this guy keeps showing up though. Like it doesn't matter if he's not that good because he keeps showing up and like, he's bringing value because people are asking him questions is about this business thing. And, but it's like, I was just thinking in my head that it's like the reason why he's going to make it is because he keeps showing up. Like he's not getting hung up on his performance. Mm-hmm. He's more focused on accomplishing what he came out to accomplish than he is with other people's opinions. Like commitment doesn't freaking care what it looks like. It says I'm in, I'm all in 100%. And that's it. It closes every single door like for an exit. Like the, the, it, it, it dis- totally disconnects any ability to quit where the fear mm. of failure is all about quitting. Like if you run into an obstacle with the fear of failure mentality, that means that you went in the wrong direction, right? That means you should find the closest exit and jump out. Yeah. But in commitment, it says like the only way through this obstacle is over around or through. So watch out. Cause I'm coming <laughs> like, yeah. like it, it's, it's what I want. It's through that obstacle. So I'm I'm not stopping. Yeah. 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 What do you think about when you think about commitment? Um Yeah, kind of the uh the regardless mm. regardlessness of it um stuck out. Um Cause yeah, it's, it's easy to just, I don't know. Cause I feel like I've done that so many times where it's like, well, no, 
and you just go back to what's comfortable. But yeah, I think it's important to, it, you can't be committed. I mean, maybe we talked about this before. Maybe you, you mentioned something about this before, but it was like, you can't be committed unless you have something you're passionate about or something that's a vision that you, you want the destination so bad, or you want to, you want to get to the destination, work through to the destination so bad where it's, it's like, uh, yeah, the obstacles are not an option to just leave. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think it's, it's hard to have commitment without passion. I didn't, I, I thought I liked playing football, but Mm. when I went to, um, the, when I went to, to play after high school, it was like, I, I didn't have, I didn't, uh, um, I ran into basically the, the obstacle was that it took a lot of my time. It was all day and on, and, and even into the night and stuff. The, the, the people I was playing against were, were bigger and, and faster and stronger. And it was like those obstacles. And it was like, I didn't have the commitment to just want sure. to even stay though. Cause I didn't, I wasn't passionate. They had no, nothing to do with the end destination that I, that I in deep down wanted. So I got out. I was done because I, I hit that obstacle and, and because I was I lacked commitment, it was out. Yeah. And I don't, I don't like, you know, thinking like that, but that's just the truth. If you're not passionate about something or you don't you don't have this desire to get to the end destination in something, the commitment part just, I don't know, does it even exist? Sure. Yeah. No, that's interesting. Right. Because, well, so the thing that's important to understand about commitment, right, is it, 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 there is no out. But see, most people don't understand that. So it's like when you give yourself an out, like it's going to get hard enough that you'll take it. Right. And so marriage is the perfect example of commitment, which is largely misunderstood because commitment's misunderstood. So marriage, right in marriage, you know, in most weddings, you have the vows that say, you know, through through good times and bad times, whether rich or poor, rather like sickness or in health, right? Until death do us part, right? So that's commitment. So regardless of of the obstacles, the amount of time, whatever it is you face, like I'm in it 100%. All right, so that means then that the circumstances and situations don't dictate or determine your commitment. Your commitment was decided. And so now you shape the way you think and the way you feel based upon your commitment because you committed to be with this person until death do you part, right? So this this is a legal binding thing. So a commitment and a covenant. A covenant is legal is, is literally a legal contract, which to get married, you need a, a, a marriage certificate, right? Which you both sign and then the, whoever uh, officiated you signs, right? So in front of witnesses, you commit and make a covenant to be together. This is a commitment, right? So, but what happens is that just due to the the environment that, that is kept, right? Like, I mean, so essentially, dude, through the songs and through, like, media and crap, you, you get your education on what a marriage looks like from all these things, which people get divorced, you fall out of love, like, oh, we just became good roommates. And we talk about this on here all the time, but... Mm. <clears throat> It's just like co- commitment. You you don't fall out of love with commitment. Commitment says that no matter whether we have good times or bad times, like we're in it together. And so the fun thing about commitment is that it's like there's no room for quitting, which means the only option is to go through the problem, right? Like if 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 there's no way that you can quit, then the only thing you're left with is succeeding 
It's working it out and getting to the other side and experiencing life on the other side. The only option is to succeed. I mean, this is amazing because it takes away all the fear of failure because you're not afraid somebody else is going to leave. You're not afraid you're going to crap out, right? It's just like you're in it together. Like this is commitment. So a marriage is a representation, a man, clearer, a man and a woman is the only covenant that there can actually be had, right? And this is a representation of Christ and the church, which is us who believe, right? So uh, a man and a woman become one in flesh, but Christ and the church becomes one in spirit, which is deeper and richer. And so it's like, this is a representation. This this thing called commitment is a representation of us and God. Look, in, in commitment, there is no failure. There's only like... You are guaranteed to succeed as long as you stay committed. But but with with true commitment, there is no there's nothing else but commitment. And so it's mm. like if if we can wrap our minds around that, it would change everything. Because then it doesn't matter, you know, like the guy with the on YouTube I was talking about. Like it doesn't matter what it looks like. It just matters that you're getting it done. It just matters that you're showing up. It just matters that you're taking action. It. it it doesn't matter if it's perfect because the fear of failure is like, dude, if it's not perfect the first time, I'm not doing it. Yeah. yeah. But you can't, nothing in life do you ever start out doing perfect. You have to learn how to crawl. You got to learn how to walk, learn how to, you got to learn. So it's like fear of failure doesn't take into account learning. It doesn't take into account potential, which is unrealized ability. Like you have to realize it. You have to practice it. You have to tap into it when with repetition, you got to keep showing up with practice with, you know, fixing your technique, like fear of failure doesn't take any of these things into account. It's yeah. just like, dude, I, I can't, it's not possible. Yeah. Where, yeah. Where commitment says, dude, I'm guaranteed to win. Yeah. Yeah. Fear of failure is like, dude, there's no way I could win. Yeah. No way I could win, but yeah, I'm okay where I'm at. <laughs> Take it back. Yeah. 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 So it's a, so yeah. So commitment. So with, 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 uh, so talking about the covenant with Christ and the church, the legal contract, basically that that's a commitment that just like marriage can't and shouldn't be broken. Like, like you can't like, so the, so even in like your, in your, in your relationship with Christ, there's, there shouldn't be no fear of failure because that, I mean, obviously depending on what your, you know, your mindset is, you don't want to, you can't just go do whatever, but, but that, that can't, that, 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 uh, uh, that covenant like can't be broken. So it doesn't have to be a fear of failure in, in your relationship with Christ. Right. I mean, absolutely. And so the same thing in, in marriage, it doesn't have to be a fear of, of somebody leaving or fear of the marriage failing or falling apart because it's, it's a, it's binding. It's a covenant. Yeah. And so, so that's, that was what, that was what came to mind. It was like, it was just almost, um, like, uh, like that covenant with Christ in the church is, is, is real and it's, it's mm. an actual, it's actually binding it and, and you can, you can have faith in that that covenant, which is I think what what we're called to do is have faith in that covenant, so that we don't have to be afraid of like falling off. Yeah. Um, but then, then the other thought was was uh, is it is it something that we should be doing like taking maybe taking commitment more seriously and actually thinking about okay what do I want what do I want to commit to and what are the things that I don't need in my life to commit to that way when you do get into something you know that okay I you you kind of you think through that that futuristic mindset of like this is i've thought about all the options yeah 
And this is what I need to go do. Yes. Yeah. So commitment is the byproduct of a decision and a decision Mm -hmm. is a byproduct of vision. So yes, just like, yes, everything you're saying is, is first there's vision. There's a reason, right? And then with that vision, then you kind of create a plan, right? This is where Jesus is talking about like, um, you know, if, if you were going to, he's talking about counting the cost and he's talking about being a disciple. He's like, he's like, and he, he puts it in these so plain terms, which is like, just, it's, it's hilarious because he's like, well, none of you, right. Let's just say there was a man who was going to build a tower, but he didn't count the cost. So he laid the foundation, but then he didn't have enough money to build it. So then he says, (laughs) well, then everybody who sees it will ridicule you saying, why didn't he count the cost? That's what Jesus said. He said, everybody who sees it will ridicule you. They're going to laugh at you because that was stupid. Yeah. And so this, but this, that, that point of view that like, that's just interesting. He's like, because like there's, there's things that we would never do like in the physical realm that we think about in the spiritual realm. Like there, there's like, there's just concepts. There's things that we believe that would make no sense in the physical that we think makes sense. It just has to do with deception and incorrect mm. thinking. But, mm. but regardless. So, anyways. Oh, I get what you're saying. So, yeah. we have vision, right? And then we want to make a decision. So we consider making this decision because making by making this decision, we're making a commitment to get into it. Right. So before commitment, there's a decision. Before a decision, there's a reason. There's a purpose. There's a vision. There's something that it is that you're after that you want. So, yeah, so those things come before commitment. So commit, commitment, so the thing is, is that if, if a commitment is, is just that, it's a commitment, it's, it's that regardless of what happens, I'm, I'm going to chase after it, then you want to consider what you commit to. Mm, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Absolutely. Which I don't think I did when I was in high school thinking about, college thinking about football thinking about that kind of stuff yeah i just didn't have that mindset i didn't have uh i didn't i, I was just wasn't thinking like that yeah but then but if you don't think like that you get into all these crazy things that <laughs> that you're just like that just even like cause even more confusion mm-hmm. more deception and all this other stuff like it's okay to consider and make a choice yeah and even if that choice is not what other people want you to do it's okay for oh. that too yeah that's real that could be real. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I was just thinking, I was like this concept of like people running around with like out identity, who am I and what the freak am I supposed to do with my life? Like this isn't, this isn't a correct way to live. Not, not that like, that's an insult that you would live like that, but that like none of us were ever meant to run around wondering who we are. Like yeah. we, we were born to know who we are, which is why it's so confusing when you don't know who you are. Yeah. It's so obnoxious. Yeah. <laughs> because it's a malfunction. Yeah. All right. So, so we were created to know who we are, what our gifts are, you know? So, cause you're just talking about like this, like in high school, you know, you're thinking about, okay, like what if you did understand commitment? What if you did think about the future? Right. Cause most people say, well, like, you know, kids don't think like that. No, that's because nobody's taught <laughs> like that. <laughs> so it's so what if, right? What if it's just like, I was just thinking about my kids, you know, we're, just in, in a bunch of different ways. I just like, so what if, right? So my kids, it's like, especially in my son, who's the oldest, it's like, I can see certain things There's certain things. Like he's like really fascinated with money and like wanting to accumulate it. 
Mm-hmm. Like not just buy it on it, like not just spend it on anything. Like mm-hmm. he wants it, like he wants to buy a house or this. He's seven, <laughs> but it's interesting, right? So it's like, and he's he like he loves to work, gets into these projects anyway. So I see his gifts, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, well I'm gonna lean into those gifts. I'm gonna build him up in those gifts. Teach it, teach a child to go in a certain direction and they won't depart from it. But dude, it has to freaking do with like their gifts. Like you're talking about, it's like sometimes people try yeah. to force you into different directions. Yeah. Yeah. There's, there is this reality of like guiding your children, but it's not forcing them to, to live a fantasy that you didn't live out. It's, <laughs> about, it's about them and the gifts that they have. Cause look, when you misunderstand your purpose, then you get into all these things that have, that have nothing to do with your purpose. Or your yeah. potential. Right. And so you feel unfulfilled because you're not getting into why you were created. Well, so I'm just saying like, what if, and this is the goal is that we all come to this, this ability, right? Where we're starting to live out our potential and our purpose, right? Then we see other people who used to think like we did, like in the fear of failure. And now we bring them over into, you know, responsibility and identity and purpose and vision. Right. And they come alive and they start, you know, getting into life. Yeah. All right. Well, so as we all become more skillful at living it and teaching other people to do it, then you have kids and you start to see their gifts and their potential. Right. So now from the small age, they're getting raised up into who they're created to be. They're never going through the cycle of who am I? I'm not good enough. I don't have any of these gifts. Now they're thinking like, no man, like it would seem absurd to think in the framework of the fear of failure. Yeah. Yeah. Like that's what I'm talking about. Being like, in a, yeah. Yeah. Cause like, like royalty, royalty functions a certain way when there's like a, a, a new baby that's born, they have like these attendants who attend them and they call them like your majesty. Like these little kids who can't even talk. They're called like your majesty. Oh wow. They, and they're taught, how how royalty functions how they sit how they eat how they talk you know like you know they never raise their voice they're always in control this from a small age this is how they are taught and brought up so i'm just saying if from a small age we create an environment that functions that's of the kingdom you start to have this whole generation of people who freaking know who they are dude you start to dominate the world because now it's like people don't go to college to find themselves. They're already <laughs> like doing 20 different things. Like they're yeah. already getting into yeah. what they're created to get into because like they, they already knew right. because that's how they were brought up. Yeah. That's the jam. That's the kingdom. That's discipleship. Yeah. That's how, yeah. that's how it's supposed to be. That's like what we're it. chasing after. That is. But yeah. Yeah. So commitment. And it's like even that dream, it's like commitment is I don't, it doesn't matter how long it takes. It doesn't matter how many roadblocks you've, it just, it doesn't matter Yeah. because see, when you don't give yourself an out, the only way is to get through. But if you start giving yeah. yourself an out, right? Like you're talking about the football thing. It's like when you go back to marriage, right? People, people start, you know, you, you get in fights. Look, you put two different people who are different together in a space where they never leave each other you're going to run into some conflict. That junk is just real. Right. And so this is not crazy. It's not abnormal. This is normal. This, there's just a process of like becoming one. There's a process of like learning how to function. You have all your past experiences and now you're learning how to bring them together and create new ones. And like, how do we function together? So 
if you give yourself an out, yeah. though, right, you start planting these seeds of like, well, you know, every time you have a hard time or you're in this conflict, if you think, well, shoot, maybe we shouldn't have got married, you know, because it gets yeah. tough or, you know, oh, maybe we just need to take a break or any of this dumb bullcrap that you see on TV. It's like <laughs> you sit up on the couch. Freak, no. You know, it's like this, this, this lack of ability to resolve conflict or just like, but if, if, if you start planting these seeds of quitting, well, the more and more conflict you have, the more and more you tend those. Mm, well, the more you tend yeah. them, the more and more they start to uproot your commitment mm. to the point where it will get hard enough where you will crap out. Mm. So this is why it's so important to never. And when I mean never, I literally mean never like you never. And I'm serious about this. It's possible to never plant seeds of quitting. It's possible, right? Like I, I'm pretty sure I shared this before. We've been married for 10 years and I've made two jokes about divorce. I don't even like saying the word. I, I've yeah. made two jokes. One, you know, one was like, a half, I don't know. I don't even know if I got through either of them. <laughs> but in any case, neither of them were acceptable. Like right. they're both of them were unacceptable. It's not okay. Because it's that serious. Because it's like if you could just see how how much, like how evil that is. If you could see yeah. how how yeah. how wicked and hideous that is, like you would you would never touch it. And it's like these are the things that you do, but it's a totally different mindset than what you're than what most people think. It's like so outside of the box, mm, yeah, but this yeah. is actually function. Like you would never, ever, ever touch it. And because you never touch it, you never had a problem with it. Yeah. yeah. That's real. Yeah. That's for reals. That's for anybody out there. Sure. Sure. Yeah. You just never touch it. And so therefore you're guaranteed to succeed. Yeah. Yeah. Because like, Whatever, but some people like you know, some people get into like th this idea, right? We're talking about purpose. We're talking about vision. We're talking about creating things and getting into things and building these big, massive things where just total transformation comes. And people are like, oh well, what about sin, right? Because you get these people who do these great things and then they fall into sin. I'm just like, <laughs> what? <laughs> are you? <laughs> I was pretty sure Jesus serious? dealt with that. <laughs> I was pretty, I'm pretty sure you're not going to, you're not going to follow God because you're afraid of sin. <laughs> yeah. I just feel like that's slightly mixed up. It's, it's almost like, yeah, cause I've heard stuff like that and, and I believed stuff like that. But the more I look back at it, it's like, that that's just a, um, that's, that's just a, an effect of being. Or, or that's just a result of being immature in your in your in your belief system, your mindset, your faith, everything. Yeah, it's just a, it's just a result of being immature. Like, you know, being immature being meaning that you know what's good and you know what's bad. Sure. And you're so afraid to even move anywhere because you're so afraid of it might it might be in in, a, in the wrong direction. Sure. So you don't even move anywhere, and you're just stuck. You just stay there. Yeah. Because you're so afraid that even if you take a step, it could be wrong. Even though, right. even though there's this whole wide open pasture of things that are right and good, but you're so afraid that you might, you don't trust yourself enough. You don't trust God enough. You don't believe in Whoa. yourself enough that any step you take might 
be in that in that wrong direction so then you just then yeah then you start making the excuses of like well what about what about sin or what about you know aren't we all messed up or or i don't know stuff stuff like that like yeah. it's it's just i think i, I think we, we talk a lot about like knowing who god is i think that's most important but it's also important to like to know you were talking about earlier to know who you are mm-hmm. to like to have confidence in yourself to trust yourself to to mm-hmm. know that if god lives inside of you it's okay to trust you, it's okay. It's okay to trust God who lives inside of you. It's okay to to trust instinct because maybe your instinct is realigned with with Christ when you when you when you're pursuing Him and you're walking with Him. Like is that is that is that wrong thinking or I just think it's, it's we're so afraid to even trust anything, mm. not even God who lives inside of us who is in in us. Mm. So like 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 trusting ourselves almost, yeah, in a, in a sense. But you just don't even move. Yeah, yeah. I think. I think trust was the perfect word. The first time you said that, I was like, oh my gosh, it's that concept. Yeah, sure. So yeah, it's, it's like, uh, I don't know what we were talking about before that, but, um, oh yeah, this just being immature and spiritually and thinking and your belief system, who yeah. you think you are, who you think God is. And then, and then, cause then, yeah, all these things, you, all that deception flows into you. And you start spitting out stuff that sounds right to you, but in reality, it's like you're you're deceiving other people. That is real. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah, well, I thought we were all broken, right. and you just you just start planting seeds of like, no, you're you can't do it because you're broken, or you you were you know you're you're just you're not good enough, or just stuff like yeah. that. Like it's just I don't know. You start to be think you you start to you open yourself up to these things to these deceptions. You believe that they're right, then you start spitting them and thinking that they're right, and then you start deceiving other people. Right. And it's just like yeah. So I guess when you said that, I it just it, it sparked something. I've I've gotten tired of hearing those people say that kind of stuff. Like, but aren't we all broken? What about sin? Well, what about you know sickness and death and all this stuff? And it's like, I I think we were. Uh, I think you're you're okay. You you're allowed to go do these great things. Like, wh- yeah. what do you, what do you think Christ wants you to do? Just just sit there and not do anything, or go have influence somehow in the world, or go do something great in the world, or it's it's like that's that stuff is okay. I I don't know. Yeah, yeah, because it just goes back to the fear of failure, right? I mean, you say, well, what about sin? That's the fear of failure. You're like, well, you're gonna oh yeah, people are gonna yeah. you're gonna put people in charge and they're gonna fall down, or you're gonna fall down, or this. And that. Yeah. What is that? What? <laughs> I'm so confused. What <laughs> book do you read on a regular? I'm so confused because there's all these people who God calls to do these freaking crazy, amazing things. Why would you dare think that you're not one of them? Or worthy to do it? Yeah, you're right. One yeah. Of, one but of, it's yeah. like, yeah, what about sin? Uh, what? Yeah. It uh, has no power. You That one? <laughs> <laughs> that one <laughs> you mean that that stuff that uh <laughs> that uh, uh you know yeah it's just yeah what are you talking about yeah it, it's it's like what are you what's in your head right i don't even know <laughs> yeah like you're living in fear you're living in constant fear when you think that way yeah yeah and then the only thing you focus on is like what you do wrong which yeah. creates the cycle of all you do is wrong, which creates this fear of failure mentality. Because what you focus on becomes your target. It, it becomes what you aim yourself at, which means it becomes the very thing you run into. So if what you focus on is the thing you don't want, well, you end up running right into it because it's the only thing you focus on. 
Yeah, you're you're so focused on not going in a wrong direction, but by you go in a wrong direction by spitting, <laughs> by saying and preaching all this stuff that's wrong. It's this this deception. Like you're actually going in that wrong direction that you don't want to go in. Right. You're so deceived that you that you think what's what's wrong is right and right and wrong. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's like people who say, "Oh, I don't want to be like my parents," and then they become like their parents because the only thing they ever thought about was their parents. Yeah, <laughs> like they never considered what would it look like to what do you actually want to be, and they never thought about that or focused long enough on that that they ran into that. Instead, they're like, "No, I just I don't want to be like this." Somehow thinking that if we focus on what we don't want, that'll somehow make that that that'll that'll be our safeguard so that we don't run into it but the problem is, is that's not at all how the mind works the mind works is that what you focus on is what you become what you continue to behold is what you end up as the environment that you keep that you feed off of and are nourished by is what you become conformed to which yeah. is why you got to check yourself you have to step outside of your body of yourself and look yeah <laughs> check yourself tr- yeah, i guess check yourself <laughs> Check yourself as a better way. <laughs> yeah, before you rank yourself. You have yourself. to come outside of your body. Yeah. And literally look inside of yourself. Mm. You need to, yeah, look in your head. Look inside of your head. Yeah. Yeah. I wish I knew what it, what the word was, but there's actually this part in the brain that allows you, that the whole purpose of it is so that you can observe how you're thinking. Right. Really? Like, like a, awareness is built in. You You have the built-in ability to become aware of how you think, how you feel and why you think and why you feel right. So, but knowledge creates awareness. And so it's like with that knowledge, then as you start to see these things, then you start to apply the truth and you start to uproot the deception by applying the truth, right? You're like, Oh crap, that was wrong. So then what is true? And then you get into what is true, right? You forget, leave behind what is behind. Forget it. Who cares? Right. Paul says that. He's like, man, freaking I, Everything I once thought yeah. was valuable, I counted all as lost compared to knowing Jesus and the power of the resurrection. The power, the freaking power of the resurrection. Which which allows us to go back to where we started was that allows us to not live in any kind of fear, right? Sure. What does it look like to not to not be afraid or worried or anxious or fearing failure every day? I don't know. I feel like I had a dream about that last night. It was like this fear I had and like, I was just like, screw it. I'm just going to embrace it. Like, instead of like, like, no, that's so like, that's afraid. I like, I would backpedal. Yeah. Like, no, screw that. I'm just going to stand right here. Nice. I'm going to walk into it. What do you want? You know, yeah. it's like, and it was like, but there was like this epic freedom with it. I was like, I can't believe I was ever afraid of that. Like that, that's oh, like, wow. that's like the feeling yeah. I had in the dream. Uh, yeah. I want that feeling every day. Yeah. Yeah. Cause it's, it's like, you talk about like fear. It's like, you know, you're talking about being justified and it's like, it doesn't make any sense that you'd be afraid because it's like, literally, I mean, like if you're guaranteed to succeed, it doesn't make any sense to be afraid. God, God told Jeremiah, he's like, Hey, right. He's like, I'm going to make you a prophet to the nations, but Hey, don't be afraid of their faces. Right. Meaning that you're going to tell them what I want you to tell them and they are going to hate it. He said, don't be afraid of their faces. He said, I will be with you to deliver you. I love it. (laughs) That's literally what he said. Don't be afraid of their faces. You know, God told told Moses. He's like, dude, I'm Pharaoh's. You're going to tell Pharaoh, let the people go. He's going to say no, but don't worry about it. Like, I got it. Yeah. Wow. But it's like, yeah, commitment. 
success is guaranteed Man. in true commitment. And my good people. Wake up to that every morning. Just put that in your coffee yes. and sip it down. Where's that cream at? <laughs> right here well you think about it right so in in commitment right it's it's there's belief there's faith there's vision there's purpose there's identity there's hope right there's the crown of life promised to those who love him inside of commitment is everything that is of the kingdom yeah right commitment is what we are created to function in because in commitment, you don't stop every 10 feet to reconsider. Yeah. Like, oh, did I make the right decision? Yeah. <laughs> like, com- commitment does away with that, which is why before you commit, you 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 count the cost. You, you make sure, like you plan it out. You're like, all right, does this make sense? Does this have every, does this, is this who I am? Is this where I'm going? Is this the right, you know, wife for me? Is this the right husband for me? Like, you, you, you consider before you make the commitment. So that when yeah. you make the commitment, you've already made the decision. So you never have to rethink it again. Yeah, sure. You know, when you say yes to your spouse, you say no to everybody else. That's a, that's a commitment. A decision, yeah. Yeah, so you never have to worry about ever thinking about, oh, that person's attractive, right? Like, you don't have to worry about that because you said yes to the one person, which means you said no to everybody else. Mm-hmm. So it's just like there's this freedom inside of commitment. And it's it, this is how we're supposed to live. Yeah. Is in this place of like commitment. So my good peoples, commit <laughs> to vision, to purpose, to identity, to everything that you were created to be. Commit to living a life worthy of the calling you've received regardless of the amount of effort, the amount of time or the amount of obstacles face. I'm getting to the end regardless. Paul was talking about in Acts. He's like, in every city he was going to, he was like, God kept reminding him that he was going to be, he was going to have to suffer persecution and get prison when he goes to Jerusalem. But he's like, I don't freaking care. He's like, I only care that I go and do what I was called to do. I only care that I go and I, I bring this gift to Jerusalem that I, that I speak in front of, you know, people in Rome. Like I just, I don't care that it's going to cost me my life. I only care that I finish the race. That is commitment that came from a decision that came from an encounter with God. It was real. It wasn't just half hazard. It was on purpose. It was intentional. It was 100% committed and then never, thought about again it was just you just got into it so my good peoples all day we keep it cultivated peace out